This week on Unsportsmanlike Conduct, breaking news in the state of Michigan with Blake Griffin going to the Detroit Pistons. We'll talk about that trade and our reactions to it. Also, a potential trade in the NBA, whether we think it's real or not, with Golden State and uh, LeBron James. And we'll also talk about the Patriots and Eagles in the Super Bowl, some of our favorite memories, and we'll predict a few scores for that one. All that and more on Unsportsmanlike Conduct next. And welcome into Unsportsmanlike Conduct, the pro sports show where we talk and you listen. I'm your host, my name is Andrew McDonald, and to my right, Evan Petzold. Evan, how are we doing? Doing good, you know, great to be back for another week, uh, excited uh, you know, to kick off another episode. For sure. This Thursday thing, we apologize for it recently, just because we've had some we've had some home games, so we've actually been able to be there for basketball, so we've had to kind of switch it up, but Elena, how are we doing? Doing good. It's a little cold out for my liking, but <laughs> glad we're inside. Seriously, I think this morning, like when I went to my first class, it was warmer outside than it is right now. Oh, yeah. And like when I just went outside, it was like the weirdest sleet I've ever seen of snow in my life. I can't explain the weather right now. Like it seriously is the worst, but going to get through it. We're going to talk some sports. It's warm in here, so we got no reason to not do it. Um, we'll start off with this uh, whole Blake Griffin thing. Might as well get right into it because that's what... Most people are talking about right now in the state and what most people want to hear about because, I mean, it was a pretty big trade. Uh, the, the Clippers gave Griffin, Bryce Johnson, and then Willie Reed to the Pistons um, in exchange for Avery Bradley, Tobias Harris, Boban. Uh, I, I do not know how to pronounce his last name, but everyone knows who Boban is. <laughs> um, a first-round pick and a second-round pick. So the Pistons gave up a lot to get pretty much Blake Griffin, essentially, um, when you look at it at the end of the day. And... I mean, I've seen mixed reviews. I think some people are frustrated with it, and I think other people really don't mind it because it's like the first time that the Pistons have been able to really get a star in Detroit since I've been alive for sure. I don't remember anything like this. It's usually kind of like the team atmosphere is what's going to make them win. Now you're going pretty big on one player and trying to get him there. I I don't know if it's more that you know Stan Van Gundy, he felt like he got a steal out of it and everything. I'm not sure if it's because the Pistons really think that they're ready right now to win with what they have with Andre Drummond still and Reggie Jackson um, as pieces around him, but... Outside of it, it's like, you know, they didn't get a shooting guard back for Avery Bradley, so, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's not or one that is as good as Avery Bradley, so you're kind of, like, lost there. Stanley Johnson's going to start every game now and play a lot more, which, I, I mean, I'm not that comfortable with that, in my opinion. I don't I don't think he's the best at the small forward position. So where are you guys at right now on this? I don't know. I mean, I, I personally, I don't really think this trade helps the Pistons. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't think it hurts the Pistons. I don't really see them, you know, you know going anywhere, but a lot of it does come down to, to how does Blake Griffin – and Andre Drummond, how, how do they play together? Mm-hmm. So I, I really need to see that first, and then you guys can get back to me on that. And once I kind of see how that starts to shake off, shake out in the first couple of weeks, like that, then I'll start to have a better feel for how this will play out as far as a long-term kind of thing goes. Yeah, at the four and the five, I think it's pretty hard to get better than Drummond and Griffin. I mean, as long as they have chemistry and go together, it's going to be a lot harder to find a better combination than that. Elena? I think this could go either way. I think that uh, Detroit definitely needed a little Hollywood and – in their city, so I mean, Blake's your guy mm-hmm. for that. But I mean, is he gonna stay healthy? He's had problems with that, like in the past. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll see how uh, Blake and uh, Drummond play together. Cause I mean, they both are, have big personalities, so we'll see if they can mesh. And and that's kind of like you know where it was at too. With they were on another eight game losing streak earlier this season. They went on a long losing streak like that. Things just kind of weren't working, I guess, is what they had. So, I mean, I felt they've probably felt maybe if we can get a switch and get some new energy in here, things can change. I mean, shoot, they went out and beat Cleveland without even having Blake Griffin on the floor, so that was pretty impressive in itself. But we'll see how it all works out. Tonight's actually the first game for them. Um, But, I mean, right now, to me, I think this trade is 
not. I don't think it's bad for the Pistons. I think that Avery Bradley was going to leave um, at the end of the season, anyways. I don't think the Pistons are going to bring him back. So essentially, it's like you're giving Boban and Tobias Harris for Griffin at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that concerns me the most is definitely the two draft picks because if someone like Blake Griffin does get hurt, who has these kind of problems with injuries and stuff throughout his career, you know, who are you going to replace him with right away? And there's really no one, and it just kind of be a heartbreaker. And I know you're going like go big or go home kind of thing with getting Blake Griffin. But at the end of the day, if he does get hurt and then you get leave up those draft picks, I mean, what if it's a serious enough injury that is out for a really significant amount of time? Here's my thing with Blake Griffin is is the guy's never really adapted to the league. I mean, you're, you're the number one draft pick in 2009 by the Clippers, and, you know, he can't shoot. He's really athletic, but, but like I said, he's never really adapted. Same thing with Carmelo Anthony, right? He can't play defense, never adapted to, be, to being able to learn how to play defense. Derrick Rose never really adapted with his outside game. He, well, he wasn't really able to shoot the ball very well, so what do you have to do? He had to attack the basket and, store, and score. Same thing with John Wall. That's why he's injured right now. You know, mm-hmm. a- athletes, a- athletic guys get injured. Shooters don't really get injured. Like I- I'm trying to think of shooters that, that get injured often, and I just can't really think of any because they sit outside and, and they bury shots for, from the outside, and that's how they do it. But Blake Griffin, a guy who is athletic and, and in a different way than Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond's a sit underneath, get the rebounds, put it back in, score, you know, and, and then go play defense. Blake Griffin's a guy who can catch the ball outside, but he can't shoot, and he has to attack the basket, and that's one of the reasons why he's been injured. I just think he really hasn't been able to to fully adapt his game to where you have to be, um, you know, as an NBA star. I think he's a really good player, but you know, as a former you know number one overall pick, I, I just don't really see him as, you know, a superstar at this point, and that's my opinion on it. For sure, and I I, I get that. I think that that's it's definitely got good good points there. So that's a lot of stuff, but. I don't know. I, I just think I think bringing someone in like this is definitely good for where they're at right now because I think that they were just simply losing interest in the city. Mm-hmm. So another thing that this does, too, is it kind of brings more fans in, and maybe that could change the atmosphere. Sometimes you have fans go, it makes people play better, and I know people like Drummond already have attitudes in their team. Yeah. If you have someone like that, maybe it gets him to play a little bit better, even though he hasn't been, you know, he's been pretty good all season, obviously. Um, but uh, Blake, you know, in his tweet originally, you know, thanked uh, L.A. and everything for where he was at. Um, thank the Clippers organization. Say so he's proud to be a part of somewhere that made six straight playoff appearances. But he said, "Now I'm ready for the next chapter, getting to work and helping the Detroit Pistons make a run in the Eastern Conference." Do you guys believe they can legitimately make a run in the Eastern Conference? No. 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 Not a chance, right, Evan? Oh yeah, no. <laughs> You're just gonna. You didn't, he just that, thought that was a rhetorical. Like, <laughs> I, I, no, I, yeah, I thought that was like a rhetorical question. Like I thought you weren't really looking for a real no, answer. I, I, mean, I mean, I mean, really, the only thing there's any teams that they could beat, even at the even at the bottom, the only thing they can maybe get to. Through at least the first round of the That's playoffs. That's what I'm saying though. Blake, like Blake Griffin's not he's not he's not good enough to do that. He's not a superstar to do that. I I he's just not. To be honest, I agree with that too. I don't think that he's the the big guy that everyone thinks that, you know, Detroit's getting that's gonna really push him to mm-hmm. win anything. I think you still need to build around this guy and give him other players to kind of work off of so that way he has more room to do what he does inside. Uh-huh. And if you don't give him that, I think he's gonna struggle at the end of the day to be able to find a lot of success with this team because Reggie Jackson's about the best guy you got up top that's going to you know do whatever, and he's had injury problems himself as of late. So it's just a lot of risk versus the reward that they might get, I think, right now on this team. Yeah, I mean, you look at you look at the whole NBA as a whole, you got guys, I mean, I mean, James Harden, LeBron James, definitely you know one for sure, um, you know, Steph Curry. There, there's only a few guys that really you can put on a team and and say, okay, yep, that that that's a guaranteed playoff run team. Yeah, that's a guarantee. That that team will like. 100% make, make a run in the playoffs um, in some way. And there's only a few guys that you can really, like, single-handedly, um, without a doubt, 
say that they'll be able to lead their team to that. And I just don't think you can you can say Blake Griffin's going to lead them on a playoff run. For sure. That's just my opinion. I think they'll get in. I think it'll help them, you know, sneak in there. But it'll be same old, same old. For Last sure. thing I want to ask you guys, or what were you going to say? Lynn? No, I'm just agreeing with Evan. For sure. I was going to ask, how long do you think he stays in Detroit? Like, not barring contracts, anything else, you know, possible trades. If things just don't work out, is this something that's not going to work out quick? I know it's an early time to make that prediction, but Two years. sometimes you can sense it. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> you can sense it before it even starts. Do you think this goes good for Detroit and he stays for a while, or does he end up leaving and going somewhere else soon? I don't know. I think it, I think, I think it goes well enough to, to keep him around for a little bit. You know, I think the hype and all that is going to – it's it's different help his in cause. the city. Yeah, and it is. I think that if he doesn't perform and doesn't like show that he can be a player to lead them to that kind of caliber, like we're talking about right now, mm-hmm. people in Detroit are going to get really, really frustrated and try to push him out and get some, someone else. I mean, that's the way that it works, really, with anything. But and I know in this state for sure, just following sports here for so long, if you're a big athlete like that and you get a big star and they don't turn out. I mean, when, people get really, really when's, frustrated. When's the last it? time the Pistons had a, a star and not a superstar? Because I'm not going to call Blake Griffin a superstar, but when the last time they had a, a real star player? I mean, it, honestly, though. I mean, really, when you're looking at it, it was like Andre Drummond, and they already gave him that big of a contract to come back. That mm-hmm. was like their biggest player over the past, <laughs> over the past whatever years. I mean, he, even, even when they won championships, they were never teams like that. Like and I any of the '04 Pistons, that was all team built. Yeah, yeah, and I wouldn't even compare on. I mean, I wouldn't. I would say Andre Drummond's a star, but. He's not, you know, he's the lower end of the stars, in yeah. my opinion. Oh, yeah, for and sure. Blake yeah. Griffin's up there towards, you know, mid to top yeah. level of the stars. So it's just kind of crazy to think about, you know, the hype and the way that, you know, the city is 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 getting excited for this. Like th- This is going to help, you know, attract fans in and, and all that kind of stuff. So I think, you know, just with that, bringing fans into, into Little Caesars Arena and, and letting them enjoy basketball and enjoy a star player, Maybe that keeps him around for a little bit longer than uh, than most people expect. Maybe he'll take on the role and really prosper from it. But I mean, I can see it going both ways, really. Only time will yeah. tell. I mean, it's either simply he does the job or he doesn't, and we're gonna find out. Um, another thing, we're gonna find out here uh, sooner or later in the off season, I guess, because it seems to be actually something legit. Elena's already shaking her head at me right now. <laughs> uh, this whole thing today, I had to bring it up as a topic on the show because, like, when I woke up this morning and saw it for the first time. I almost kind of laughed to myself because I'm already not the biggest fan of the NBA, as anyone that listens to this knows. If this trade were to actually happen, I will not watch another NBA game. I promise you that right now. The whole thing about LeBron James going to Golden State, um, saying that he will listen to offers in the offseason. Apparently it was reportedly said that. And if it was a, a max, if, there's a, if they could create a max salary slot, then he would you know listen to offers Okay. to be able to take. Now that was this, reported. This is what so. I think about that. He's going to listen to it to humor himself. <laughs> He's going to laugh at it. And I would be more worried to losing LeBron to football than I would be to losing him to Golden State. <laughs> I think it's a long shot. Yeah. It's a long, long, long shot. But if LeBron wants it, he'll There's get it. There's the butt. There's the butt. If LeBron wants why, it, Why would he get, get it. it? Why would he get it? Because it's what LeBron wants. LeBron James, he okay. Here's the deal. LeBron controls the NBA. He is the NBA. LeBron James is the NBA. <laughs> He's one of the faces. No, I would, he, he, he I would definitely M- argue that Golden State has made a case that they, the the four of them are yeah. Of yeah. the, the face of the NBA too, but it takes yeah, four. But, it takes four of them, but he's controlled it for so long by himself. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, LeBron. I think. I think. I think LeBron controls the, the NBA. Child. He controls the Chosen Cavaliers. <laughs> if if he wa- wherever him. he wants to go, he's gonna go. But people will does. make room for LeBron James if LeBron goes but to the you, Warriors and says, "I want to be on your team." He doesn't want. They will. 
he doesn't want to? He doesn't want the Warriors. There's no way. Has he told you that? But why would he say? Why would he, he say he would listen to offers? I think he would though? listen to anyone. I don't, That's right. Listening doesn't mean considering. I don't necessarily think. I agree with that. Listening does not mean that. That that's a true statement. But I think when, when you look at it, I, I'm coming from the point of where where if LeBron does want the Warriors, he's going to get the Warriors. That's that's all I'm trying to say. Just okay. Because, look at though. If Golden State goes out and wins another NBA championship, which I'll bet you ten dollars in this podcast right now that it happens again. If if that does happen, why do they even feel the need to get LeBron James? Why do they feel like they need to add him to their team? It's the NBA. It's not all. Why? Like, you already have but, but, four but, superstars in your team, and you're, con- exactly. you're controlling it as it is. Do you think any of them are going to be like, okay, we need this guy to keep winning, so I'm going to take a pay cut Why? so we can put LeBron James See, on our team? I don't like the NBA either, though. Like the same, way, the same way you're not a big fan of the NBA, neither am I. I think a lot of it is it's all show. It's all this big this big show. So, oh, man, you, know, you add LeBron to the Warriors, put, put him with, put him with, uh, with Steph and, and Kevin Durant. And what does that make people do? They watch. You know, people get, pe- people, get, people get sick and tired of the Warriors winning over and over and over again. Well, then a new phase kind of comes in, and, and oh my gosh, LeBron James to the Warriors, and you see that. And then instead of people getting annoyed at the Warriors for winning over and over again, they're annoyed for a new reason. It's all about LeBron now, LeBron with the Warriors, and, and it's just blown up even bigger. He's already, that, he's want, already expected to be an unrestricted free agent. This will be the third time in his career that he is, and he's gonna he's expected to decline his three, $35.6 million player option. So, like I said, like apparently I said, re-signing with Cleveland isn't out of the option or out of the question. It's not, so. but like I said, it's a long shot. Like I think it's a long shot too. I'm playing a little bit of devil's advocate here as far as you know, looking at the options. But people are saying, you know, Warriors sending Klay Thompson and Andre Iguodala in a, in a sign-and-trade deal for LeBron. Like, I it, like it kind of makes sense, but it's a long shot. I think Cleveland's shown them, like, that they'll bring somebody else in. They brought in Isaiah Thomas mm-hmm. this offseason. They've shown the, the Dwayne Wade. They've brought all these people in to try to help them to win, you know, games and do stuff. So, to me, it's kind of like, what's Cleveland going to do for him? Otherwise, he's probably going to jump ship and go somewhere else. But I don't know if it would necessarily be Golden State. I don't think that that would be his first choice. I don't think that LeBron wants to be – a sidekick what do you, or whatever what do you, what do you, what do you, to somebody else. Or not even be a, yeah, I don't think he would ever be a sidekick to anyone, really. I mean, yeah, even he's considered he the, the best player. In the, he's considered maybe the best player to ever play. So, essentially, he'd be the heart of it. But, I, don't I mean, think Kevin he, Durant has an argument, I think. I don't I'm, think he would want to play alongside that many superstars, though, like you say. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's I, what I'm just, trying to say. It would seem like just – it would seem like an all-star game. Exactly, but they would though. be the only team. It almost already is. But why wouldn't you want that, though? Question. Why wouldn't you want that? Well, yeah, but they already have it. Okay. But your your, your career is coming to a close. You're, you're, you're coming, out, you're coming, coming out of close. your prime slowly. I mean, he still has time, but he's coming yeah, out oh, of yeah, his prime. Exactly. Definitely coming out of his prime. Mm-hmm. Why not? Like, why not just for the hell of it? But why? I don't get why the Warriors would want him. Like you said. Who wouldn't want LeBron? I know. I understand that. But why would they? I feel like. A lot of them don't really necessarily like LeBron, and why would they want to help LeBron win another championship? Those are those they are those are assumptions, though. Those are assumptions. You don't think they but have they a little threw... bit of bad beef? I'm with the no. I think they that. have a little bit of bad beef, but I don't think they don't like LeBron. I think if LeBron said, "I want to play with you," I think they'd say, "LeBron, like we want you to come play with us." He's LeBron James. I don't think I don't, so. I, don't I mean, think so you think Draymond Green would be like, "Hey, buddy"? I don't think so at all. No, I don't I think don't that either. it would work. I don't think that the chemistry would be good. I don't. I don't think it would work at all. I don't. I think, oh, it would, I think it would ruin what they have going on over there right now. Not that they wouldn't win because they're simply too they good to win. win. That's that's the thing. Okay, if I'm LeBron James, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I've already got how many? How many is it? Three? Is that how many rings that he has? Yeah. Or how many yeah. has he won? Three. I don't want to go play for 
Golden State and just win free rings, you know, because at that point, it's kind of what everybody called KD out for when he switched. It's the same kind of thing. You really just want to go somewhere and just run over a mm-hmm. league where literally no, there's no competition anymore. You think if if it was me, okay, money money is not an issue to that man at this point anymore. He probably doesn't care about how much he really makes. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't want to be some chump and like get paid less than that, like them to go over there and play there. But I mean, wouldn't you rather just try to if you're if you're gonna leave, wouldn't you rather go try to go somewhere else and take down what you know you haven't really. He's beat Gold State before, but he hasn't beat him with Kevin Durant. He's Wouldn't not, you want to go somewhere else that you could beat him and say that you took that down in your career? He's not going to be able to. Exactly. That's more, that's more meaningful to me than. No, I think it is too. I think it is more meaningful, but I don't think he there's any. I don't think he can go anywhere where we can take him down other than Cleveland. I think he would rather. I think that's arguable. I think there is enough yeah. talent in the league with a guy like that to be where, able to where, win. Where some, do you think though? I, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it's going to happen. So don't like think that I'm, he's going to get traded there. But like. You could put him on a team with I think people like now Russell is not a very good teammate, but I'm saying like that like team this. that team has a lot of skill on it. I agree. With yeah, you. they have a lot of skill, but I don't. I, I don't, don't know like if they beat all. Golden State. I'm just saying that I'm just saying that that team with LeBron James on it could very well challenge them. Do you think? I, any, do you think any of this comes back to the whole LeBron Jordan talk? Do you think LeBron's gonna go chasing rings? No, like, really. But okay, so because I don't think LeBron <sighs> wants to win him like that. Like you said, I don't. Th- I think LeBron would rather go out with three rings than go. If to he goes State and, and goes and plays on Golden State, you know how weak that makes him look. He all they but would that, have to do is trot down the floor and they'd win a ring. No, yeah, I know. <laughs> but that, I wonder if it, I wonder. I wonder what goes through his mind. You know, the whole the, the Jordan Lebron talk. He knows he's great. He doesn't have to prove it anymore. Honestly, he's gonna if he wants to win one, he's gonna win one. Other than going to Golden State, my opinion. I think he's gonna. Nobody's talking about this, but I think he would work great in Miami right now. Hassan Whiteside, Grant, uh, Dragic, um, if Wade went back there, LeBron. Don't even get me started on Dwayne Wade. He's not that good. <laughs> okay, but they have great chemistry, and look, Wade's going back that there team would be That team would be worse than the Cavaliers are now. That's I don't why I don't think, think so. they're, I don't know where he'd want to go. Like realistically, where he'd want to go. You, that's the that's one makes sense. Our, produ- our producer's giving the thumbs down back there. <laughs> He think, you think that he would be better? Yeah. Oh yeah. They're they're right really? behind they're right behind Cleveland right now. Really? Add LeBron on that team. Yeah, I know they are. Yeah. They're but I but I, I don't think I don't think LeBron going to to the Heat again is going to make them some some amazing team. I mean I don't know maybe they fall off the same way the Cavs started to fall conference. off. I don't know. Right. Right. He doesn't agree. He's right. I I he don't know. Agree. I I can't really. I I haven't looked at the standings that much to know like recently where they're at. I just think that this guy is pretty much like him himself is two players. So I'm taking the hottest take ever. I don't even think I, I mean not the hottest take ever because I'm sure other people would probably agree with me. But I just don't think LeBron wins another championship. Oh, I don't. Oh okay. I don't. I don't see anybody beating the Warriors. It's just not going to happen. That's hard for, for me. For as long as LeBron's in, like, so I think he's going to play till. Well, he said he's going to play till his son's in league. So that's like when he's around 39, 40. I think he's going to win another ring within that time. There's no way for LeBron one, goes because that I many think, years. I think that Golden State splits up for then. I think oh, yeah, that all sure. four of those guys at some point are going to split okay, well, up. Well, until Golden State splits up, Who do you, think? No, you don't see him. No yeah, one right, beats that team. Right? Yeah, no one beats that team. It's way too tough. So join him. No. <laughs> Can't beat him, join <laughs> him, be baby. So weak. No, is that how it works, Evan, in sports? Is that how you want to see things go? Because if that's how it was in every sport, it'd be, I mean... I don't watch I, the NBA, I so this, I don't really feel qualified to even talk about this, but I just think it'd be fun. I had this I argument with my friends this morning um, just about the whole thing. You know, I saw it come up, and I said, like, you know, if this happens, I won't actually watch the NBA because I have a few friends that are pretty big NBA fans. And they started to compare it to the Patriots in football. They said they're like, a t- I'm like, 
Okay, here's your difference for one. They've actually lost before in the Super Bowl. With Kevin Durant, they haven't yet. I know it's only one game, but I can already guarantee they're going to win it again this year. Probably not going to lose it with him. And they're not a super team. It's just Tom Brady. He throws to Danny Amendola, and, I mean, you could argue Gronk is a superstar, but he's never even healthy at the time. Mm-hmm. So, to me, there's never really been a team like Golden State. That's why I don't. it'd just be so hard even for a guy like LeBron to take somebody like that down. I just yeah. don't. I mean, if you have to, I think it says enough. So if you have to put, like, four guys that are that good on one team to try to take down LeBron, I think that says enough for LeBron right there, honestly. And what about, what about the Cavs, str- what about the Cavs struggling right. right now? What about the Cavs struggling, pointing the finger at Kevin Love, pointing Who's the pointing finger that? at the media Isaiah is, though. Thomas? The media is blowing that up. LeBron and Kevin Love are friends. And you know that because of? Yes, I know that. Okay. I don't know who's friends and who's not friends. I know that the NBA. I don't is know a lot. who's friends and who's I know not that friends. The NBA is a lot they of drama. They said they post about each other all the time. You say they're ma- the people are making them be like post this nice thing, make like make it look like you're friends. I think the. I think media takes everything <laughs> and blows it out of proportion. I think the NBA is uh, very very dramatized. I love the NBA. Yeah, it's, I think the NBA it's got a lot very... of drama in it, and that's what makes it interesting, and that's what makes people watch it. Yeah, I mean, plain and simple. But to me. Last question I want to ask on this topic that I wanted to bring up anyways, if this team actually does happen, do people stop caring? Like, during the regular season, you already know what's going to happen. Like, does it, do people just keep watching that? Or, like, do you just cheer for your team to be second place? Or, you know, what what happens? I, so are there, go ahead, go ahead. I love the NBA, and I think that would be, like, the biggest heartbreak of my life. And I think I would have to stop watching. <laughs> I, I don't know, because I don't think I could ever cheer – for because I'm not I I do not like Golden State as you guys know but yeah. like I don't know I think it would break my heart to see LeBron with those guys on that team like it would just be meaningless to me. So you just stop watching the NBA in full like I I don't think I would stop completely but I think it would just it would kind of be irrelevant. To me to as me. a basketball fan I look at it as there's only one series I wait for every year right now and it's the NBA Finals because I know LeBron James is the only person that is ever going to be possible, to, possibly capable of taking on a team like Golden State. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at right now. If you take him and put him on Golden State, what am I watching for? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And if, if someone can make a legitimate argue with that, you know, for me, tweet at me, get a hold of me, let me know, because I don't know what it would be. You got anything? There's nothing. Blake Griffin and the Pistons. <laughs> Blake Griffin and the Pistons. I'm kidding. <laughs> Gonna make a case for it. You said they couldn't even win a playoff series. Yeah, I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't know, man. You say everything is pretty serious. Uh, everything you're saying on the show is pretty serious today. So Me? Being yeah. serious today? <laughs> yeah, you are. What if I told you I was kidding about the whole LeBron thing, and I really don't think that... I don't think you're you're not kidding. I hope he goes. You, I hope I hope he how goes. How do we know it's even serious anymore? I, ho- I, I don't know. It's not serious. I hope he goes, I hope he goes to Golden State. That would be so sweet. Like, I, I don't even care about the NBA, but I think people will just go crazy over it. That'd no, I funny. mean, it, it would definitely just be, like, something to keep your eye on. And, like, for obviously the next season, mm-hmm. I think that it would be something that people would watch and it wouldn't, like, go away. Yeah. But after they win one championship, then, then it's just going to start to get old. Think about all the yeah, funny I mean, memes we could get out of this. All the funny memes out of LeBron going to... Oh my gosh! One of the, dude, Warriors. the first, I mean, he was the, he made some comment the other day uh, when Blake Griffin made the trade about how you know like when it's like business, uh, it's you know made like oh it's just a business decision, but when you decide to leave, it's like he's a snake, he's whatever. Mm-hmm. I would know firsthand is what he said. I mean, what would that make him <laughs> if he went to Golden State? I'm not gonna. I'd be crazy. I I would I would completely lo- like have a different opinion on LeBron if I, he did that. Yeah, see, it's it would be really hard for me to like ever like lose a little bit of respect for LeBron, but like that would. I would lose all my respect because, like, right now I just respect him as a basketball player. 
you just respect him as a basketball player? Yeah, I mean, I think he's a good person, too, or whatever. But, like, on the floor, I, I, I don't, like, have a preference in the NBA for who I cheer for. So okay. when I look at it, I just think gold, or I just think he's a great player, and a lot of people hate on him because he's a great player. Yeah. So I look at it as I just like him for who he yeah, is and the player sure. that he is. If he does something like that, then I just I completely that, lose respect. I, that's why I lost a lot of respect for Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah, I lost everything simple. for him. When you but switched, I never liked him in the It doesn't beginning. matter to me. You switched to a team that you were up 3-1 against. In a series, and you couldn't close against them as the star player in the Thunder. I mean, Russell obviously has an argument for that too, but he was—he's right there with them. Yeah, I mean, and, not, and then he switched to him. That's not, weak. Not even to try again next year. Like I don't know. That's yeah, weak. that's weak. I mean, you were one game away. One game away. Yeah, it would definitely tarnish LeBron's legacy for sure. Just like like Stephen A. Smith was like going off about that, and I don't ever agree with him, but it would definitely, <laughs> definitely tarnish LeBron's career. Sure. But I don't think it's gonna happen, so you don't have to worry about it. You got anything else? I think that's about it. All right, we can move all I know on. Is, all I know is if I was LeBron, I would be going to Golden State oh, all day, God. chasing rings, you make making more money. Up. That's what I'd be doing. Just making more people hate you? Oh, yeah. It's all right. fun. All right. <laughs> my last, Our last topic here today uh, is going to be the, the, the Super Bowl. So something a little bit more simple. Should be less arguing um, <laughs> with us. But I just wanted to talk about some of our favorite Super Bowls um, that we've ever, ever watched since we've been alive. Um, Evan, what would you say has been your favorite? My my favorite Super Bowl. I mean, let's just kick it back one year ago. That that was an amazing Super Bowl. Uh, the Patriots Falcons. Patriots won thirty four twenty eight. But I mean, New England. I mean, you, you trail by by twenty five, and and Tom Brady brings you all the way back. I was pretty much falling asleep in the in the first half and at halftime, and I was bored. I was I was at friend's house hanging out, and and it just felt like so boring because I was waiting for for Tom Brady to to do what he does, and then all of a sudden, second half, you know, comes the fourth quarter, and, and he really just turns it on, and, and it, was, it was just amazing to watch him and, and him make the throws that he made and the plays that he made. So, so last year's Super Bowl, probably, probably my favorite. I got into that one so much come, you know, the third and fourth quarter. It, it was ridiculous. I, I like that one a lot, for sure. That's the one I'm going to pick, too. How can, you, how can you beat that, really? I remember I was, it was the third quarter, and, like, everybody's, like, I was with the a lot of uh, Patriots haters, kind of, and like <laughs> I really and I really like Tom Brady and the Patriots. I really only like the Patriots because of Tom Brady. But so I'm sitting there, I'm just kind of like messing with everybody, like, like betting them money still because that's what I do. Anyway, I I have a problem with that. So I'm just sitting there, and I'm betting them money still in the third quarter. And guess who won? So I came out on top <laughs> for sure. I think for me, um, it's definitely a couple of years ago, 2015, uh, when the mm. Patriots beat Seattle, mm-hmm. uh, 28 24 in the interception. I think simply for me, just because watching as a football fan and like, you know, thinking of Tom Brady and being like, oh man, he, you know, he almost had it again. Just the change of emotion I like, I think everybody had mm-hmm. when that interception happened. It was like, it was completely one way and then it just in a second switched like that. Um, to me, that was completely different. I mean, obviously, it was a lot of fun last year. It's hard to argue against the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history for being the greatest game to ever watch because, I mean, when, comebacks are the best part of sports, in my opinion. Like, I love watching a good comeback. And when you do it in the biggest stage possible, it kind of makes it hard to argue against. Other Super Bowl that I also really, really liked was the Harbaugh um, between Jim Harbaugh and uh, oh, his yeah. brother John. And with the lights going out and everything, kind of mm-hmm. changing, like, the momentum in the game, it ends up being the Ravens that win 34-31. to that was one of my favorite ones to watch too, um, just from a few years back. But you know, as far as I can remember, that's that was one of my favorites. I like the one in 08 uh, with the Giants and the Patriots when the Giants won and they won 17-14. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy because I mean, three of the four that we've mentioned have 
Patriots were sixteen and zero. But yeah, Patriots were sixteen and zero going on going for the, you know their 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 undefeated season. And, and the Michigan man made a big catch to beat him, Mario Manningham uh-huh. on the sideline. Absolutely huge catch. But but my favorite well, but my favorite catch from that one though was when Eli Manning hit uh what wasn't it? David Tyree. Yeah. I think it was on the yep. helmet. The yep. helmet the, catch. Yeah, the helmet catch. That was yep. so sweet. That was so sweet. I think I was in shoot, what would I have been in? I think I might have been in like third or fourth grade. I remember staying up and watching that one. That was that was a blast. For sure. I, I, w- I would agree with all those. I think they're pretty good. Um also I think Aaron Rodgers for a Super Bowl, um when he beat uh the Steelers uh thirty one twenty five. Thought that was a great game, simply because it was two great quarterbacks going at it. Um, any Super Bowl really that you can put the Patri- or the Steelers in, I've always kind of thought, in my opinion, mm-hmm. the AFC Championship has been the Super Bowl some years because when the Patriots and Steelers used mm-hmm. to meet up, it was like, man, those are the two best teams in the league, but they're just in the same division, so it kind of sucks. <laughs> but um, at the end of the day, I think that I think that those were always great games too. So yeah, it's the it's the best when you have two good quarterbacks going at it. Like like that that's the thing that I I like a lot is just watching you know. Two quarterbacks just just duel, and, and that's something that I really enjoy. It's something that we're not really gonna yep, gonna see year. as much this year. Yep, with Nick, so, I mean we'll find out. Nick Foles can prove everybody wrong and, and play and play a great game, and we we'll have no idea about it. But that's what I was gonna kind of lead into is, do you guys think that the Super Bowl has the potential to live up to any of the great ones recently? No way, not not no against way? the Eagles. I don't think. I, I think maybe. I mean, if the Eagles' run game you know really really steps it up. I think they they have a chance, but Tom Brady's Tom Brady. Tom Brady's not going to stop being Tom Brady until he retires, and <laughs> I, I just don't. Yeah, I, I don't see the Patriots losing. That's for sure. I think there's a there's a chance that it's a good game, but I think in the end, you know, the Patriots are going to win by by a score or two. Yeah, that's why I, I think too. I think that I I already called it that I think the Patriots are going to make this a blowout, but I think it's less on. You know the Eagles' offense. I think it's more in their defense because they simply can control this game. Mm-hmm. They've been so good all season. I think that you know, even though he's obviously his Tom Brady can pull things away. He's they've had a tendency to be slow in the first half in any of these games. So it wouldn't surprise me if the the uh, Eagles stuck or stuck around long enough and even won the thing. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. See, so for me, like I, my whole thing on this one is, is I think the Patriots are going to win, but I think it's going to be close, kind of the whole, like kind of close the whole game. But there's gonna be that vibe that the Patriots are always in control. Like mm-hmm. it's gonna, they're gonna have that vibe, and at the end they're gonna just you know pull away and win by touchdown or two, too. Like I was saying, that that's kind of how I I kind of feel it all playing out. Just like Jacksonville when they were playing against them yeah. the entire game, I like it just seemed like you know as it got later in the fourth quarter, like they're actually gonna lose. Like they're not gonna beat Jacksonville, and then at the end of the game he just wins it. And Tom Brady mm-hmm. reminds you why he's Tom Brady. So. It's hard to ever give up on that guy, and I will say, last year I was one of the people with the people I was watching that said like this game is not over yet. Like he can come back and win this game. Like it's still possible. I know that, like if anybody could do it, it'd be him, and he actually did it. So mm-hmm. we'll find out what happens this year. Elena, do you think it has any chance to? No way. None. None no. at all. I think like you, probably gonna be a blowout, honestly. Yep. All right. So I gotta ask you guys final scores. Yeah, I'm gonna go Patriots 28, Eagles 14. I'm gonna go 35-14 Patriots. I was going to go 35-13, so pretty close. We'll see. Might be a point off, get the plus-minus there, but that's where we're at. But we can wrap up the show now um, with our stud and duds of the week. Evan, your stud? Yeah, my stud is uh, Purdue's Vincent Edwards. Goes for 35-5 and five against Michigan, God. and then 19.7 rebounds against Indiana. Co-Big Ten player of the week with Nebraska's James Palmer Jr. Just uh, a guy that's been on a tear lately, and I really don't look for him or Purdue to slow down. For sure. All right, my uh, stud's going to be James Harden having that uh, 60-point triple-double the other night. <laughs> Insane. That was 19 crazy. for 30 field goal. For, like, that's crazy. For sure. Insane. So, I mean, he had five turnovers, but if you have the ball that much, 
That's crazy. He should go All to right. the he, he should go to the Warriors. Oh That'd be hype. <laughs> why why is that? Just move on. It What's your stud, Andy? Okay, my stud, my stud I'm staying right here in Mount Pleasant. Uh, I'm going to go with Presley Hudson. I saw the shots that she hit last night, and those were absolutely phenomenal. And, like, it just kind of made me – I covered the team last year, like, through it and throughout. I was the only one in the B of the time because we were kind of short on writers. So I followed that team pretty close, and when I see them do as good as they're doing right now, it makes you kind of feel good just because I was around those players all the time. So it's it's good to, good to see them doing that. And if you haven't seen those shots yet, make sure you go check it out. They put up a couple things in their uh, – Twitter page for women's basketball, and, the, and those shots were phenomenal. So she's my stud. Elena, you're done? My dud. It's going to be Kevin Love, but not because I blame him, for, <laughs> blame him for any of the Cavs' struggles, but I think it's kind of weak that he's out for a broken finger. Like, tape it up. I can Keep agree playing. with that. Sometimes injuries, you know, they, they really weigh into it. And, and it's on his left hand, so, I mean, yeah, come on. But, I mean, whatever. <laughs> my dud's going to be the, the Philadelphia 76ers. Lost three straight. They're five and five in the last ten. Down to the eighth seed, eighth seed in the Eastern Conference. Really need to turn things around to be in the playoff picture. Um, I don't know. It's the it's the process. Joel Embiid talks a big game, but I mean, you really got to produce to to talk the talk. For sure. And my dud is is just gonna simply be this whole trade rumor with the uh, the uh, LeBron James going the Warriors thing. Because if it were to actually happen, I think it would be the worst thing ever for that league. And it wouldn't make me want to watch it, and I'm just praying that it doesn't happen. It would so. be the worst thing in sports. Yeah, I would for agree sure. with that. I know that Mr. Uh, Petzold here disagrees <laughs> and thinks that it would be uh, good for LeBron, but I think it would be terrible. And LeBron James right now, if you're actually considering that, that's to me, you're my dud. So. LeBron, listen to me, man. Chase chase the ice on your finger, man. <laughs> oh go, get, go get more rings. He's already got them before, man. Go get I, more rings. Okay. All right. You're getting well, old. That would those rings would be completely irrelevant. Nobody would even think anything of them. If that's if that's how we feel, that's how we feel. <laughs> but we'll wrap up the show there. Thank you guys for listening. We'll come back next week with obviously recapping this whole Super Bowl. Um, should have a little bit more action going on with uh, some actual sports during the week, so we'll be able to talk about that. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on uh, CM Life Sports and get more updates on this. And CM Life is where the uh, actual podcast is tweeted off of. It's also on iTunes, so make sure you listen to that. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.